Hey y'all, welcome to the Simple Mission Podcast. My name is David. And I am Leanna. And, and we're, we're the Bonds. We are newlyweds in our 20s, living for Jesus while just being real and open about our life. Figuring out your mission from God does not have to be complicated. Rather, it's simple. We bring you along as we talk about relationship, family, marriage, college life, simple living, and business. We pray that this podcast is a blessing to your life as we learn together every week and maybe have some laughs along the way. (laughs) Hello, you guys. So if you did not listen to last week's episode, it was all about our first year of marriage um, behind the scene part one. So today you're going to listen to part two, the continuing conversation of what went on behind the scenes during our first year of marriage. So we hope that you enjoyed last week's episode. This one is, I guess a disclaimer here, it's going to be a little more open and more honest and um, just wanted to say that out there in case you don't want to hear that. <laughs> um, so just to start off, on a fun question, we sent out a like question box for anyone that wanted to know or have any questions on our first year of marriage. And this one person said or asked the question, "What was what was the most challenging thing that y'all have learned when y'all got married?" So, do you want to answer that one, David? Ooh, so the most challenging thing, probably to know that like you're not alone anymore, and Ooh. that there's now like a second person that you have to like I guess like that like you want to like live live life with and like um experience life with you know and so I guess that was probably pretty challenging because I I was single for quite a while before I met Leanna and I was like living the single life and I was just kind of being selfish with my time or the money or but it's kind of normal for a single person like you can be selfish yeah because you're by yourself so that was my biggest challenging challenging thing is like trying to understand like okay i can't be selfish anymore and it could be small things like letting her know like where i am or like checking in with her stuff like that really small things or like big (laughs) things like oh like you know i have to like save up for something that i want now instead of just going out and buying it outright (laughs) that is something (laughs) we will get more into in this episode in this week's episode um, so what he meant by the whole, um, not to be selfish and like just buy anything you want. There was an incident that happened, um, during our engagement, but we will talk a little bit more about it for next week's episode, all about dealing with conflict. So, um, so, uh, just, what's your, yeah. So what mine is struggle. So, uh, kind of shifting away from that is that I had to manage my expectation a lot and in a, in a way, I didn't know that I already had expectation placed on David until we got married. And like, there 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 were things that he didn't do or did do that I didn't like, or that he didn't meet up to me to my expectation. And like, I didn't like it. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so of course, it's gonna like come out in ugly ways if I don't communicate it with him. Um, and so one of those expectations was like what he said, like, just kind of like shutting in on me or, um, 
just seeing how I'm doing and he'll kind of do his own thing for a while without talking to me. Not that he doesn't want to talk to me, but just not like checking in on me like if I'm doing okay or uh, or things like that. And so I like lashed out in anger and I was like, you don't ever ask me how I feel about certain things or like how I feel about being married to you after like, I don't know, five weeks, <laughs> something dumb. <laughs> um, and so... Once I was able to verbalize that to him, maybe yelling, uh, he realized, and, and, and at, at the same time, I'm not saying that he was wrong and I was right, like, we were both wrong here, like, maybe it was wrong for him to not be, like, talking to me, ask me how I was feeling, but it was also wrong for me to, like, lash out and anger and yell at him. Um, when I could have just easily just brought it up to him weeks ago before I blew up, you know, so... That was my challenging thing was like managing my expectation um, that I didn't know that I had. And I, I, I even told myself, you don't really have any expectations on David, so you'll be fine. And I still did. So, yeah. So, and I think that like I had, I guess, expectations put on Leanna that I guess I thought that it was, I guess, like a normal thing, you know, so, <laughs> but a lot of those expectations were, were met, you know, but then, like, sometimes they weren't, you know, and I, I had to, like, like, live with it, and just to talk to Leanna about, about it, and just know mm-hmm. that, like, hey, you know, like, um, like, we're doing our best, and, like, she's doing her best at, at, like, whatever happened, and so, um, but it's, it's almost like you're trying to, like, speak to them through your mind and it's just really weird it's like mind travel or something i don't even know but and it just doesn't work and so you know like a lot of times for men i think we have like the silent expectation about like oh like what does it mean when i'm quiet or like you should know what i'm thinking and 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 that usually doesn't happen you know and so you have to let verbalize and actually speak about it and that was you know pretty big like because I went into marriage expecting Leanna was going to know what I was thinking. <laughs> oh, wow. But it wasn't like that. I had to actually talk to her and, like, actually, like, tell her how I feel. And I'm still working on that today. And I think yeah, a lot of, of men, well, maybe some women have some struggles with that. But I have to continue to work on it. And, like, I've gotten so much more open with her and so much more open with my friends and family just because Leanna's been helping me out, being more open and, yeah. like, not setting these expectations like oh like um you know i thought that that you knew what i was thinking yeah so, so those are my big kind of like expectations yeah so um we had an episode that we thought was going to be released a few weeks ago but it's actually not coming out till next week and we go way more deeper on how we had to deal with expectations that we had on on ourselves and on our spouse and um, how we dealt with when those expectations were unmet and how we had to communicate it and, you know, not allow conflict to happen and prevent conflict. But in a way, like, conflict is unavoidable if you don't know how to deal with it first. So once you know how to deal with it and fight in a, in a fair way and let the one person talk and one person listen instead of yelling at each other until you lose your voice, um, so, uh, I think next week's episode is going to be more about dealing with conflict in relationships. So, 
we do talk a lot more about that because we wanted to have a separate episode on like how to like handle yourself how to what the bible says about uh being in conflict and being you know being angry about it and so he wanted to say that really fast um do you have anything more on that subject um i i think i think that pretty much covers it and like I know you you recently talked about like fighting and stuff and like I think like that's a big thing like oh like how are we gonna argue or yeah. how are we gonna like have a disagreement and stuff and so let's talk about that. Oh my gosh! The juiciness, boxing gloves up. <laughs> <laughs> um. So 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 what are you Just trying kidding. to like we don't explain have boxing here? Gloves or anything, what, what are you so. trying to explain? Well, in, like, meaning like you know we're humans and we're married and we're obviously gonna fight right now yeah. we don't fight like physically or like we just get upset and get or, or we're disappointed so yeah. we've really had to learn how to fight right how to have an argument or how to have a disagreement and that's been really difficult i think that's one of the most again difficult things you know because like i guess like whenever i get upset I usually like to talk about it, and I'm usually like, oh, like, let's just talk about it right now. And Leanna doesn't. She likes to, like, get in her thoughts <laughs> and get in her head and, like, start, Well, like, I need to process she needs it. To I process need time. To, I need, like, quiet time. He needs to be outside doing something, and I need, like, a quiet space to, like, think and, like, I don't know, like, pray about it. And so if I don't do that then I don't know how to verbalize how I feel. He didn't, he'll, he'll be constantly asking me, how do you feel? What do you feel about this? Why are you mad? I'm like, I don't know why I'm mad. Because I, I, I actually don't know why I'm mad. But I have to like process it and like, you know, think about it a little bit and then kind of form my words in my mind and then translate it into, you know, words to tell him why I'm mad or what he can do to make the situation better or what I can do to make the situation better so that even makes sense yeah so. it makes total sense mm-hmm. so that's so, what something we're gonna talk more about so. yeah but and then and then so yeah so like i guess you know going into marriage like from the get-go if you all are newly married or you're in your first year or second year or you're about to get married like um heads up like just to like be just <laughs> we're, we're warning you right now just to be patient with yourselves and with your spouse when it comes to arguments and stuff because and don't you know, be selfish yeah and like try not to be selfish and really watch what comes out of your mouth because you may end up hurting them like longer than it need to be or yeah. you may end up like um like making them feel like worse or not not making them feel better about yeah. it you know so just, you know, I guess like two things, be really patient and just watch the words that comes out of your mouth whenever yeah. you're in an argument or fight and, you know, we're not perfect. And so, um, but during those first like several months, I'd say we're fine. And then like maybe like month, month six or month four or five, like somewhere in the lot in, in somewhere in the middle there, we started to like argue a little bit and, and fight some and so that's where it kind of started. But now I can say, after after a year, I can say, like, we've kind of gone through that little patch, like, not knowing how to argue or fight. And now, like, not that we're, like, pros or anything, but, like, I feel like that we're way more under control about our feelings whenever right. we have a conflict. Yeah. So, so I, I guess what you're trying to say is, since I just want to, like, really wrap this up on that. So what you're trying to say is, what we're trying to say is that when you get married, don't be afraid 
if you get into a fight or you get into an argument, that's okay. Like, like he said, we're human, we're getting messed up, we're imperfect, and that's why we have the Bible to show us how to, you know, deal with conflict and, like, you know, do it in a loving way. There's no reason to be lashing out in anger or in the heat of the moment to be yelling at each other with words that don't need to come out of your mouth. But what, what, what we're trying to get out, get, out, get out here is that, you know, whenever we fight now, we're not fighting, we're, like, talking about it. Like, okay, if I don't agree with something that he said or something we're, that we're going to do or something that someone said, we talk about it in, like, a, a loving way. We don't bash on each other. If someone had a thought that they said that you don't agree with, you need it. We have you have to learn how to say it in a way that's not gonna hurt them, and that they won't in the future ever open up to you again. That's the important thing. Like you want them to be honest and open with you all the time. And and if you don't give them that space and you always tear them down, they're never gonna like be open with you again and be honest with you. And that's the most important part of being married is you know having that open dialogue, even if it's something that you don't agree with. So. Hmm. So what's the next little topic? So I think that uh, we're going to dive into something a little spicy. (laughs) Uh, You didn't say what it is. You can't even say it. (laughs) So I guess, well, since it's all about marriage and it's our one year, so I think that we need to kind of talk a little bit about uh, open and honest, like having open and honest like dialogue about... Um, sex. So, mom S-E-S. and dad, if you're, if you're listening, you need to turn it off. <laughs> and my in-laws, or don't. any family member. Yeah, any family members. But, so, yeah. So, basically, um. Are you loving this podcast? Let's talk about Patreon. It is a way for you to connect with us and support our mission. By giving at least $3 a month, you can help us keep the podcast ad-free and we can continue to serve you with the content that we know that you love. If you go to Patreon, sign up and support us. Leanna and I definitely want to bless you back with free gifts. For more info, visit patreon.com slash the simple mission. I guess like going into that a little bit, um, you know, you our, our, like our sex life is really amazing. And, and, and honestly, it's, it's a really amazing thing because God's in it, you know? And like, that's what makes it beautiful. I yeah. mean, it's not, I'm not trying to make anybody cringe or anything, but like really putting God, like there's some times like we've prayed, you know, and stuff. Um, and it's been really powerful. And so, um, you know, I think one big thing though, um, about this little topic is that like sex is not everything yeah um even if you're like newly married and that's all you can think about that's all you do or whatever (laughs) that's pretty much what the whole like three for the first like three or four months of marriage has been yeah it's been a little crazy and so but knowing that it's not everything Mm -hmm. makes it makes it feel like we don't have much pressure to like oh my gosh like we have a free time you know or whatever it's like whenever we really like like feel like it and then another thing is is that you really have to communicate about what you like and what Mm -hmm. you don't feel comfortable doing and so that's all about like talking and and when we watch this i I refer to this in part one (laughs) but 
you know, we learned early on through our marriage, like counselors, um, through like a little uh, counseling video session that like sex is spelled T-A-L-K. And so I thought At it was funny. At first it was funny, but it's, it's kind of true and now living it makes it sense. Out. You know, you have to like talk about it, like, like what you like and like what you don't. And, you know, like be open and honest about it and um, you won't. You won't be disappointed. So what do you have to say about so, all this crazy stuff? Okay, so I know this is kind of weird to talk about, but it's really important to know, like, when you first get married, like, that's something that's going to be a part of your marriage, like, for years to come. Um, and so one thing I will say is that, obviously, if you're saving sex for marriage for each other, um, obviously, when you first get married, you kind of have to learn each other, you know, learn each other like what they like and don't like and there's always room for improvement so don't feel like the first night has to be like this mind-blowing thing and if it's not don't be disappointed at the same time but but you can always like you have your spouse to talk to you know when something is not done the way you felt that was right don't be afraid to like talk about it with them because you're gonna be living with them for the next like ninety years. So you might as well <laughs> be open and honest about it from the get go. Um, I guess another thing is that you can't just participate in the activity in the moment. Like there's gotta be like little things happening here and there that can lead up to it. You know what I'm trying to say? I'm kind of getting warm. Yes. <laughs> You have to kind of build up and, like, kind of be flirty with each other and kind of, And just like, show love. Yeah, and just, like, show love during the day. Like, you can't just be like, oh, I'm ready. Let's go to the bedroom. You know? <laughs> oh, oh, one thing I wanted to say is, like, women are... What, what's that line? Are They're, like, slow cutters, and they have to warm up all day. And then men are, like, microwaves. They can warm up in a matter of minutes. So that yeah. is very true. And you have to learn to find that balance. So... For one thing, if David is, you know, he's a microwave, he's going to warm up very quickly. In a way, he kind of has to find that balance with me if I'm a slow cutter. Just use that image in your head. I won't go further into it. <laughs> yeah, and so, like, one thing is, like, oh, like, I, you know, I've, like, read books and listened to people. It's like, oh, like, well, like, we only have sex, like, once a week or once every day. And you know what? Or, like, once a month. And so... What I'm here to say is that, like, don't, like, compare yourselves to your friends or other people you read online or whatever. You know what I mean? So, like, everybody's different. Um, Everybody has, like, different, I guess, sex drives or whatever. And so it's not because (laughs) you don't love them. Yeah. You know, like, some couples may be fine having, you know, um, sex, like, once a month or something. And others may be, like twice a day or like i don't know once a week or something so it's just all about like how you're feeling that healthy balance of like what one person wants if one person wants to have sex more often than the other person then the other person needs to tell them hey like i really want to do this more often and it seems like we're not the other person has to be willing to be humble and like agree to maybe be more open to having it more And also, and also too, like, um, whenever you like initiate, uh, it like really like, wow, like kind of like makes people like, I don't know. It like makes your spouse like, oh wow. Like he's actually coming after me. You know what I mean? So yeah. So we have a healthy balance of that. It's not just one person initiating all the time. Yeah. It's like, you know, sometimes like 
like Leanna will, or like sometimes I will, you know, and so, or sometimes we both are, we're just both like feeling it. So, you know, and so, um, yeah, so, but honestly, sex is amazing, um, in the confines of marriage and it has been so beautiful and like, it just completely blew my mind, like about everything that I've learned or that has been said or that I've read. It just completely blew it all out of the water. And I feel like that the reason why that has is because um, because we put like God first in our marriage and our and in our relationship. And so I feel like God's really blessed us with that. And he's just overflowed us with love. And um, so, yeah, but I'm real thankful for that. Yeah, so. me too. Is there any more you want to say on that? I think we're good. Yeah. So let's move on quickly. We finally addressed yes. it. Let's uh, just, yeah, we're all getting a little sweaty. Up now. <laughs> Um, so I guess the next topic we will go into is more of the uh, difficult time during our marriage. Not really with each other, but with other people. Do you want to stay with that one? Um, yeah, so I guess, you know, sometimes whenever you get married, there are going to be people who respond very differently. Mm-hmm. Whether that's your friends or your family members or your coworkers, you know. Like that, that single David or that single Leanna, they may not recognize them anymore because they're now married or because they're trying to be more responsible with life or they're trying to take care of their loved ones. So, you know, Mm -hmm. so people are going to, people are going to think that they're, that you are being taken away from them. But however, they're actually, if you're in a really healthy relationship and you're with your spouse who helps you, y'all should be growing what together for the better. Yeah. Not Ooh, growing together for the better. <laughs> not for the worse. Not for the worse, yeah. And so some people have a hard time identifying with with you anymore, you know? Yeah. And so like I've had um a couple of people that, you know, who had who I guess struggles struggle with me like kind of getting married and changing my ways a little bit. And so but that's all about it, you know, and like I just have to tell my hey like I'm a much better person um than how I used to be. And so I guess because they compare you to how they used to like you and how they, uh, they, they hung out with you with this type of person that you were to the person that you are now. And so they're like almost like grieving over the person that you were quote unquote, but you know, it's not like you're gone. Like you're, you didn't lose yourself. And I think people feel like. But one thing, they feel hurt because they're not included anymore or they're not, like, you're not calling them all the time like you used to. And two is that they feel like they lost you and they feel like you need to, they need to do something to bring you back. And it's an adjustment for not just us, but for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so what else were you going to say on that? Well, so, like, um, there's been some, some cases where, like, you know, um... Like, we've had, like, times within our marriage. Like, in the beginning, obviously, people, like, respected that, like, we were married and stuff. And newlyweds. And- yeah, and, like, newlyweds. But as we were kind of moving on, there was a couple of cases where, like, we had to kind of stand up, like, for ourselves and, like, for our marriage and, like, for the, like, for our home and, like, for our house and say, hey, like, um, we cannot operate this way. You know, like, we don't operate this way. And this is how, and this is how we do it. And so, you know, um, not saying that we don't allow anybody in, but it's just like there's got to be a balance to someone not taking advantage because they're just going to show up one day and be like, hey, we expect you 
for y'all to be open and for us to stay here. And to me, as an introvert, I, I can't handle it. Like, it's not that I don't like the, the people that are doing it, but for me, I can't handle it. I have to, like, prepare my mind and prepare the houses. I want them to be ready to, to be here. I want to prepare the room for them. I want to make sure everything's clean, like, nothing disgusting and, like, nothing laying out, underwear on the floor or something, you know what I mean? And so I feel like it's almost like my our space is, like, invaded, and then I feel like I didn't prepare myself for them like prepare like my mind and like the space for them and I feel like I failed if they do it that way and so that's kind of like the little background of like why we're saying this yeah and so like you know most of you that are are married are like one year marriage like you know like the bros can come over whenever they want whenever you're single or whatever and like or like family members can just show up whenever because like I mean you have nothing else better to do you're just sitting at home by yourself so that all changes you know so you know um, your bros and your family members and um, your friends have got to uh, understand that hey you know um, things change whenever you get married and that's just that's well just it's the way not it goes. it's not and their home it's not their house it's yeah. our home it's our house you yeah. know yeah yeah. So, but that's the way it's been, it's been rolling and that's been, um, pretty difficult, like to just maneuver throughout, like through that, you know, and like to be able to, you know, love everybody and like show love to everyone, family members or friends and not, you know, turn anybody away with a cold shoulder, but also to have like balance of like, Hey, like, you know, um, we we have our space here and please like respect that so and and then just like the only thing that i would want and you just have to communicate that with the other people that i guess you're struggling with is just say you know if you all if y'all want to come over and hang out or y'all want to spend the night you know just let us know ahead of time we'll put on the schedule on the calendar we're people that like to plan out things we don't like like spontaneous like oh just show up at the front door and then, like, I have my hair, like, half up, and, like, I'm wearing my PJs and no bra on. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I don't ratchet. <laughs> so, I guess that's just me. Like, that, I just like to prepare, like, our home for those people. And I wouldn't like to, I wouldn't like to, like, be, like, I don't know, like, unprepared and, like, no, not being ready to have that you know, awesome conversations that we can have if my mind isn't there, you know, that, that, that's like almost like really rude for them if I'm not even there for them in my mind. So I guess that's just my, my side of it. Yeah. So that's one thing we've, we've definitely had to overcome. And I'd say now, like, you know, give it eight or nine months. I know it seems like a long time, but it's gotten a lot better. You know, like you have have to stand up for yourself and, and and for your family, um, yeah. respectfully. And so, yeah. And so at the same time, whenever you get married, you become a unit. You become one. And so it's not like you have to abide to family members or friends or people like that. You don't have to abide to that. You can set up your own rules and your own guidelines of what y'all want. You are your own unit, you know? So that's just my last little point. We'll move on. Cool. And um, so I guess like one other thing that we've taken away from one year of marriage behind the scenes edition part two is that, you know, like you've got to really know that like your spouse um, will not make you happy. And this is weird. This is a weird, weird topic. Mm -hmm. But it's like, you know, they can make you happy only for a short amount of time, very temporarily. 
but but how you get true joy is through knowing Jesus and accepting Jesus into your life and having an intimate relationship with Jesus and with your spouse. Mm-hmm. That's how your spouse can be happy, you know. And so um, if you're listening out there and, you know, like you're not happy with your relationship, you're not happy with the way things are going or whatever, and it's your, your newlyweds, try taking, you know, your concerns and issues up up with the Lord, you know, and um, really, really pray and really pray together and, and pray separately, you know, for yep. your household and for your house and for your spouse. Yeah. And then if stuff stuff's still happening, like you're not really, um, you're, you're not seem to like catch on with this oneness, you know, then I would probably reach out to like a family member or maybe reach out to like a counselor and our pastor to, to gain more insight and like more, more understanding on this. And I feel like whenever we got married, um, I, I kind of knew, and I think that Leanna definitely knew that like we as human beings, we're not going to make each other happy overall. Yeah. And so... Even though you do make me happy, but you're not my ultimate satisfaction. You're not my ultimate happiness in my life. You're never going to, like, fulfill me to the fullest like Jesus will. Or he has, you know? So... So, as a, as a woman, how, how can ladies out there, like, understand that concept? So, I guess for me, I want to speak to anyone listening that is... Uh, a single lady right now. I was single for three years. Um, for the first, I'll be honest, for the first two years I was single, I was very mad at the world. I was very angry every time someone posted, oh, I'm engaged now, or, uh. or I'm married now. And so I'm like... <laughs> Who likes those? <laughs> I know. And so um, I just, I just want to tell y'all, like, you don't need a man to make you happy. And I had to learn that first. I had to be content with my singleness. It is not a curse. It is a gift from the Lord. It says in uh, 1 Corinthians, I think chapter 7 or 8, um, he says, you know, if you're single, stay single. Like, take it. Take advantage of it. You know, serve the Lord. You don't have anyone to look after, really. I know that sounds bad. Like, I'm married now, and I have to look after David. But that's not, to <laughs> she me... She has that, to look after me. I know, exactly. But that's not a... That's not a negative for me. Like, for other people, and maybe... Maybe they're, they're called to be single for the rest of their life. And you have to be willing to look, look in the mirror and ask yourself, will I be content if I never marry if I am single for the rest of my life. And I had to get to that point in my third year, my singleness, that I was very content, like generally content. I was independent, didn't need no man. You were independent woman. Yeah. Working <laughs> so, that nine to five. I was not. I was in college. But <laughs> <laughs> um, so I had to get to that point. And I'm not saying that once you get to that point, it's when you find the one. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just what I'm saying is, if I didn't get to that point and I met David, I probably would be struggling a lot more now because I would have been looking up to him as my ultimate happiness, and he's not. Only Jesus can make you happy. And so, 
that wasn't really in the notes, but I just wanted to say that when he asked me that, that's something that I wish that someone kind of told me, like, very early on in my singleness instead of me figuring it out at year three or three and a half before I met David. Um, so anyway, yeah, so that's my thing. So if you are married or you're engaged if, and you haven't gotten to that point of, okay, um, maybe he isn't going to make me happy, start working on that now. Pray to the Lord. Read the Bible and make him first, not your uh, fiancé, not your boyfriend, and not your spouse. So that's wow. my, my side. That's good. Is there anything you would like to say to the man out there? Um, I guess probably like like for any men out there that um, that like you have a, a desire to, I guess, make your spouse happy. You know that I think there's a big balance to that. You know, mm-hmm. and um, I'm not saying that men should never make them, their spouses happy, but I'm not saying that that you need to be the ultimate happiness in their life. But like you know, find that find that balance. You know, um, of like bringing joy and happiness into the home. You know, by your actions, by your words. But know that like. Jesus needs to be your ultimate happiness. And, you know, if you have any expectations on your wife, like, oh, like, my wife needs to make me happy and cook for me and, like, do all this stuff mm-hmm. for me and do my laundry and mm-hmm. all this stuff, it's going to make me happy. Like, it's it probably won't be, like, like make you happy. I mean, I mean, like, it may be nice for the first, like, five minutes and then you're just going to go back That's to the That's basically looking for another mother to, to mother you. So. Yeah, so, but just to, like, like have really good faith in in the Lord first yeah. while you're single, um, and like that's what I did. Like I had to take time to myself really to really focus on like okay, like I've got to work on me and in my relationship with the Lord before I can like work on a relationship with like uh, a potential partner. You know what I mean? And so and then like as I was doing that, I found out that like whenever you're dating. I guess, and you know, it becomes like not easy, but it, it it flows really well. Yeah. And so, like you know, they always say like like you know when you know, and so sometimes you just have that feeling, you know, and and but that all came from being happy and independent and satisfied with your with your relationship with the Lord and yourself first, you know, and so and then you can ultimately share that happiness with your spouse yeah and it also comes from the heart you know to like a a lot of men like hey you know like your your happiness will come from your heart you know what i mean and so if you're if you've got a nasty ugly heart that's what's gonna come out that's kind of what that's kind of what i had had ugly heart and i was really mad because i was coming from a place of hurt and pain from people that have hurt me in the past that i thought was the one really so that's a good point that you said like you have to it starts with the heart. Yeah, you gotta check yourself. Check yourself before you. Before you wreck other people. Oh, I thought you say yourself. No. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. So, Anyways, I changed um, it. <laughs> moving on. So this is gonna be more of a positive like note for the first year of marriage, and this is something you should start in the first year, not year five, year ten, year twenty. 
Year 20. But if you're in year 20 and you haven't started you can, still it, you can start now. <laughs> okay, so one thing is that is very unique about David and I is that we started a business within, what, two and a half months of marriage? Yes. Which is what you're listening to right now. Yes. The Simple Mission. If you're listening now, you have been a supporter of the simple mission and of us so we we want to thank you all yeah so thanks thank you all for listening so cool <laughs> and so I'm listening to ad. no okay let's go okay let's keep <laughs> going here please um so since we started a business together i know a lot of people would recommend don't do that <laughs> or you're gonna be fighting all the time or eventually like divorce or something and that's something that a lot of people have struggled with having a business together and being married to, to each other but it's just something that we felt like the lord called us to do and um uh so the reason why we were e- even able to do that is because we started by talking to each other about our dream and our goals together so do you want to go more into that yeah, so um, I guess like while we were dating, there was a, or maybe it was while we were engaged, but so we so we did a devotional, um, and we've like talked about this devotional before, and I think there was some questions in there that was like, oh, like, like oh, what are yeah, you dreaming the very, about? At the or, very end of it. Yeah, in the very end, it was like, like, what are your dreams? What are your dreams as individuals, and what are your dreams together? And so um, I remember actually talking to our pastor uh, about whenever we asked him to uh, initiate the wedding, uh, officiate the wedding. Initiate. Initiate. (laughs) I have initiated the wedding. And I remember telling him, I was like, hey, like, Leanna and I want to start like a ministry or a business or something that like reaches out to people like um, that like we can share our story and be able to like have a platform to be able to to share and to be able to help others uh, and to be able to help others discover their mission. And so he was like, okay, okay, you know, and honestly, whenever we told him, he probably didn't even think it was going to happen, you know, honestly. Um, but however, you know, um, with the help of the Lord, we were able to like make it happen. And then it's been really hard, you know, and like really fun too. It's been difficult and fun, but yeah, that's what's cool. I wouldn't change it. Yeah, no, I wouldn't either. Like this has been amazing and we're going to keep on doing this. And like, um, we love like talking to you all and. Um, and this all kind of began because we together wrote down our dreams yeah. and we actually took action and prayed about it and went for it. Like we went for it, you know? Yep. And so that's, that's been one really cool thing. So in that, if you have any like fun ideas about like, like, oh, like what is y'all's like, it's really cool to see couples that have a common like a dream. common area or a dream in marriage or a passion that they or love to do together you know whether it's like underwater basket weaving or <laughs> <laughs> what is that uh, i'm just kidding anyways um or like i don't know going hiking on the weekends or traveling or, or going to the um, beach going to the beach or hiking hiking mountains or i don't know like hiking um sewing or pff, i have no I idea i don't think people like sewing together anyways so Find something that you both love to do and do it, you know, and no matter what people say, just make sure it's safe. Or if it's not safe, then like pray to the Lord for strength. <laughs> what uh, would not be safe? I, I don't know, like skydiving or 
I don't know. Who knows? There's there's all different kinds. Well, you can start off really simple as in like walking together at night. Like yeah. that can be something y'all can do. And that's three what we did. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. So we that's something that we did. We walking in the evenings well, then, at like a nature park. And then like the quarantine happened and he had to work at night. So we couldn't walk on the evenings anymore. So we turned it into morning. Yeah, we turned it into morning. <laughs> So our little hobby, I guess throughout our marriage, has been like going on a walk at a nature park in the evenings, in the mornings. And like we don't go every day, but we try to go like maybe two or three times a week. Yeah. And like it's been really good and we can talk and just yeah, enjoy, we talk and and enjoy talk. God's creation and walk and talk and walk and talk, you know? And so, walk and talk. Walk and talk. <laughs> walk and talk. And so that's kind of one thing. But if you don't have anything, you know, start start making a list of what you like to do with you, you and, and maybe find together. something common. Yeah, and I maybe find something in common and go for it. You know, that's that's one thing. And, and enjoy your spouse and enjoy being doing whatever you're doing um, yeah. with them. So, wow, that was that was really good. Yeah. So I think one more thing is that you know create a time and place for y'all to share each other's dreams. And so, like, if one person... Okay, so, for for instance, a lot of y'all know that David uh, released a book, right? It's called Work Hard, Pay the Price, Make It Happen. He told me about him writing a book on our first date. Yeah. So, for him to tell me that, like, he trusted me to know that he had this dream in his heart. And I was very, you know like inspired by him when he told me that even though it was probably it was one of the hardest things that we did together like obviously like I had to you know be his supporter and encourager and pray for him a lot during the, the time of him writing his book and like the process of you know the art design everything all that came together on Amazon and blah 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 um that was something that he dreamed of doing and as his helper in the relationship like, he did it, you know? And so, I feel like that's, like, a good, like, example of if one person, one spouse does have a dream, maybe it's time for the other spouse, you, to step in and help them, be their helper in that season of making their dream happen. So, that's something I just wanted to point out. Like, you don't have to have a dream together. all the time together. Like, if one person has a dream of... I don't know, starting something different yeah, or support, um, or getting fit. Like you need to help them and encourage them to be healthy and, you know, stay on to their diet or, you know, work out every day or whatever. If, you know, you, you have to be their helper. Um, so that's something I wanted to point out. Like what if one person had a dream? You need to be their supporter and not turn them down. So is there one more thing you want to say? Um, so, yeah, um, we're super excited about this episode because this is part two and we've had a lot of people were like oh like can y'all split it up into two sections and i'm kind of glad we did because it would have been a long one <laughs> i know <laughs> it would have so, been like a movie <laughs> yeah exactly uh, anyways but we this just has been, the list to share you know this has been a year of marriage with Leanna and david behind the curtains behind the scenes and so um we really hope that like you all have, have enjoyed listening and um, I'm sure there's some other little things that we like missed out, but we'll like we have a whole season to talk about other stuff. So we might like reloop in some of the and maybe get deeper in a, a couple of topics like the conflict in relationship, like where they get into that next week. Um, let us know if there's something else you want us to dive into, maybe singleness or dating and all that. Just let us know. Yeah, and, and also we'll and it. also too like if y'all want to send us like a question or like uh, a podcast episode suggestion then you can reach out to us through our website or email. 
uh, or uh, visit Instagram. our Instagram or Facebook and just send us a message. Like we love taking recommendations from podcast episodes. And I would say probably maybe I would like maybe 20% of these podcast episodes have been recommended. from recommended from you guys yeah so if, if you have any ideas like please let us know because we love to like take on new challenges and um something that like we we together haven't thought of so. yeah so yeah. thank you and if you want to share this episode on your instagram story facebook we can use and tag us at the submission and it will help us to get the podcast out to many more people to listen so thank you all bye Hey, are you still listening? Thank you for listening to this episode. Why don't you do yourself a favor and subscribe or follow the Simple Mission podcast so that you won't miss out on new episodes. To connect with us, simply visit our website at thesimplemission.com connect. Until then, we can't wait to connect with you. See you next time.